And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. Just walking out of park, Eslaw, and there's no better feeling than a loud victory away from home against a local based team. Absolutely terrific victory, really well, well, well deserved. So, without further ado, let's get into this week's Loud Down Talking Points podcast. Right, so here we go. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a quick match a match report. Um, we played against the win in the first half, and that was probably the winning of the game. Uh, we uh, we were comfortable playing, and it kind of settled us there. No real pressure. No real pressure on us today at all, really. Going to Newry, going away from home, playing the, t- the team that was on top of the table, expected to go up, expected to win the division. And they're a home in their home place, and we were uh, expected to go down and lose. Especially if you're listening to, to Kevin McStay on uh, RT Radio One. I tweeted that yesterday. Give us absolutely no chance at all. And when you consider we had two games to do it to get up, and the fact that we were relegated from Division Two last year it was a bit of a not really fair. I, I think we're, we're not really being taken very seriously. But hopefully, after today's result, we will. And today's result began. Wait, um, it didn't. It didn't begin in the best of fashions. Ryan Johnson and uh, Connor Poland, uh, brother Mark Poland, kicked two super points from way out uh, with the wind at the back. Just fired them over, and they went two 0 up. And I think once they went two 0 up after about four six minutes, they thought, you know what, we we're going to hammer out here, and that's where the kind of game was won early doors. It really did. You could see the body language of the down players. There was a bit of a swagger on them. They started taking chances. They kicking bad shot, bad shots. Just thought, ah, you know what, we're going to beat loud. Um, Decky gets a lovely point on the turn to kind of settle us down. Caelan Mooney drives right through the heart of the loud defence and uh, blazes over the bar. We were kind of chugging at this point. Our final pass was a little bit forced. And... We were leaving ourselves open, and then there could have been a few more scores, but uh, 
Peach retaliated with a point after his marker and Mooney got a score. It's a lovely point, opened up for himself and he uh, swerved outside the left boot. That made it 3-2. Then we were level after 20 minutes because uh, Sam Mulroy level with a free. Then he gets another free just before, just a few minutes later on the 25th minute to put it 4-3 ahead. Then it was kind of stalemate. But then we're happy enough to give us all the possession. They were very passive. They just sat back and they sat back. And they didn't score. They actually, from Mooney's point in the 10th minute, they didn't score the whole injury time, three minutes injury time. Didn't score until the 53rd minute. They went 43 minutes without scoring. So that was vital. Whereas after half time, we came out and we, we nailed five scores in a row. Tommy kicked a great point to get us up and running. Sorry, just before half time, Declan Bourne gets a great, it was a great goal chance saved by their goalie. It was a really good move, um, opened them up. Crossfield balls, uh, Fergal, crossfield ball by um, Tommy Dornan, and it breaks. I think it was Fergal Dunn who was in that advanced position, but it was his man who broke it to Decky. Decky had a chance to bury the goal, and the keeper got down in fairness to deny him. So that we should have been more ahead. We should have been more ahead at half time. We're four three up. But then we come to the second half. We weren't really disappointed because Tommy Dornan lashes over a point. Um, Sam Mulroy nails two frees in a row. We're really into, uh, causing the problems. Late runners pushing through them, and they just really didn't want to know. But at that stage, they were starting to panic. Peach then gets another point. Lovely point in his left foot. Um, and then Sam nails another free. Put us nine three ahead. Six points up. We look like, yeah, we're coasting, we deserve this. And then, then we get a fortuitous goal that uh, Fergus Sheiky was animated now at the time. It was a free kick from Donal O'Hare. It went wide, but Conary Harrison kept the ball in play. It looked to be out of play according to Fergus Sheiky's reaction anyway. He palmed it down to Barry O'Hagan. O'Hagan buries it to the net. They make a 1-3 to 9 points and it kind of makes a little bit... Oh, this is not good. If you have to keep if you keep a clean sheet, you have a chance. Keep a goal, it's going to be squeaky bum time. Next thing, we actually respond in a really good fashion. Fergal Donahue pops up in the 54th minute to get a point. And little did we know, the Blues cornerback uh, score would be the winning point in the end. Because Darren hit back. Harrison nails a point from play. Paul Devlin nails a point from play. O'Hagan hits another point from play to make it 1-6 to 10 points. We're a point ahead and we're just hanging on. Derek Maguire misses one. Sam misses a couple of long-range frees. And we're just there. We're there and thereabouts. Anthony Williams was exceptional in the last few minutes. Turnovers, shooting out of the line. You want him playing rugby for Ireland the way his line speed was. He just shot out interceptions and palming the ball and breaking the ball away. We hung off a victory, and not only that, not only do we keep our promotion hopes alive with a big game next Saturday, two o'clock in Drogheda, but we also down can't get promoted. Whatever way the results will happen next week, the score difference uh, cruelly knocks them out, and uh, Leash are promoted. So Division Four to Division Three, they're probably doing similar to what we did a couple of years ago. Um, under Colin Kelly who's now gone to Wexford um, that is a massive win massive confidence away from home and it, it gives us a great impetus going into that Westmead game now as well really really good loads of talking points to come we're going to have a little uh, we're going to break now to standing manager Liam Callagher because Wayne is still uh, 
in a serving his 12 week ban I wonder when that'll be up I wonder would he be able to make it back for a league final who knows maybe it was all the conspiracy to get the <coughs> Westmead game delayed but that win today will count for nothing <coughs> if we don't do the business next Saturday in Drogheda so uh, here we go fingers crossed um, we do the business uh, we'll chat to Liam now and then I'll have uh, the talking points and there's plenty of them and they're all positive and it's great and also just before I go into Liam the day couldn't go any better when you hear Carlo got relegated how nice is that to tumble right back down to Division 4 here we go here's Liam Liam Callahan, loud selector. Liam, uh, you're coming off the field after a tremendous overall performance. What a result down here, uh, but no doubt that was a performance I think that you have always said this, this team is capable of producing. Yeah, absolutely, Colin. I keep saying to you, we keep, we keep focusing on performance in each game. And uh, performance was key today. I thought the lads showed uh, the ability to learn from their past mistakes against Carlo. We saw that how Darren set up. Um, probably didn't if you were wanting to look at something negatively it was probably didn't take the opportunity they rose in the first half but you cannot uh, question the performance and the integrity of the team played very well deserved the win and uh, perhaps got a little bit nervous towards the end but that's, I think that's understandable the age profile we have in the team like, you know? and it's something that you mentioned during the week in the build up to this game um, they were similar and set up to Carlo so obviously that was something that you've worked on the last couple of weeks is to try and get your, your tactics right today yeah well look at it it's just a, perhaps the last day we just tanked a little bit when he went out we did prepare for Carlo similar to Darren uh, I just felt today the lads exercised uh, a lot better executed sorry a lot better this week um, but as I, said to you, I spoke to you during the week Colin their attitude and training is uh, incredible and um, we've today out of the way and we look forward uh, to choose life to the West League match yeah I mean performance commitment out there absolutely total everybody gave a 100% Liam and uh, that, that's the starting point isn't it that's, well look at from, from, from when you take any club side uh, never mind the county side you want them to put in an effort but I think as well we saw a skill, high skill factor uh, we used the ball very intelligently today as well and uh, I think it's a very positive thing like you know I think I, I, I regret people getting a bit negative about football but you saw today um, how sort of intelligent you used the ball in the first half and um, probably said you didn't get the scores you deserved but nevertheless it's good to come out here for you if we were to be critical, Liam, you mentioned already the chances that you missed there when you were well on top in that first half. A few efforts that fell short, a couple of wides from good positions, but uh, maybe that would be picking a little bit. Uh, it a hot poker to me to see uh, shots falling into keepers' hands. But look, at um, better performance I spoke to you about. Uh, we'll improve during the week on the shooting. And uh, these lads are such a they learn game on game on game. And I think you followed them all through the league. You saw that the, the, the trajectory is upwards. So uh, I think it's a good place to be. We got the big lead down early in the second half, but then the sucker punch of the goal. But in fairness, the lads, they didn't let their heads drop, reorganised themselves, refocused, and to got the job done. Absolutely, Ken. Absolutely. Look, you know, we get obsessive about decisions again, but our keeper felt he was well over the line. Uh, but what happened? They put the ball down, reset, and we got a score from the next kick out. And it just shows a bit of maturity that's coming into the team now. And um, 
look, we're just happy. Look, we're very content with the performance and result today. What a position to be in now, a situation that a lot of people didn't foresee maybe after the opening round defeat to Longford and Drogheda. Yeah, look, I'm becoming a bit boring in my answers, but I said to you all along, I just want performances out of the team, and at the end of the seven matches, we'll calculate the points, and that's where we deserve to be in the league. Um, we have given ourselves a great opportunity. Uh, we put ourselves in a good position for the last, play the last game, and uh, we look forward to sort of meeting West Ham next weekend. But, uh, do, you, do you have an exact date, or do you know yet? No, no, no. I think we <laughs> we might have discomforted Crow Park here today by winning, but uh, look, we're only interested in loud football. I said you, we're committed to loud football. We just want to see this team get its just desserts for all the effort they put in. And uh, as such, we let the administrators now work out when the game's played. But we, we're willing to play any time. And an added bonus today, a few players coming back, Conan McKeever or Derek Maguire coming on as well, So uh, Ryan Bournes also. So you're, you're getting the, the, the injured players back now to full fitness. Yeah, and again, again, I throw this back to you. I mentioned in the previous interviews, we're at all about at 26. We, we have a collective of 35 fit players training. There's a couple of lads really doing their damage to come back into that panel. And uh, each day we set about uh, picking and selecting 26 players to play. And each one of those 26 can be called on. And we saw today we were able to call on Derek who came back into the panel late because of uh, the great performances of the Young Irelanders during the Leinster campaign and the All-Ireland campaign. Conal has said you worked very well in his rehab. He came back today. So, listen, this is all bonus therapy for us. And uh, we just sort of sit down and uh, said you we plan next week's game for Tuesday. Yeah, no doubt now you want to send out a rally and call to loud supporters to get out of numbers now next week, a promotion match at home. Well, I don't think there's ever a problem with loud supporters, but uh, um, I just want them there. Draw it away. Look at everyone welcome support. We just need to be more positive about loud football in general. Uh, there's a lot of good players still playing in club football. Will be added to the panel in due course. And I said, but today was a, is a good day. About the 26 players that represented the county today and they performed admirably. Well, I'm sure in the dressing room now there's a, a, a result like that, a real confidence boost that to come down here, beat down who had been top of the table going into today's match and to beat them in their own backyard. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, Colin. Uh, actually, there's more tiredness there at the moment, uh, if, you, if I'm being perfectly honest, because uh, the emptied, uh, literally emptied their, their tanks, as, as you like to use the cliches, Colin. But uh, they did, and um, uh, but look, that, that will give a boost. Young team, I said you maybe made a few uh, mistakes, but you can see they're improving week on week, Colin. And I said you, if they put in that performance next week, I think Loud Support will be very contented. Congratulations, well done, Liam. Thanks very much, Colin. The composure, Liam, like I suppose it, they come hard there at the end, but it seemed just generally a very composed performance. Absolutely, I, I'm incredibly happy with that. With that. Uh, I think uh, from our performances, I know you spoke to me earlier about their discipline. I think they're incredibly disciplined yeah. today. We didn't give down one scoring free today. Uh, we know. We, I think we incurred probably one or two yellow cards late in the game. That's more tiredness than in discipline. And um, no, I'd be incredibly positive from that perspective. Uh, we worked on the, the, the defence. We worked on the holding the ball up and uh, taking the right options. And uh, I felt we deserved uh, greater than the scoreline sh- uh, show today. Yeah. Is the break after the Carroll match, I know it was an extra week, it seemed like a godsend, it seems such a different team, a team that's further along the line. It was just No, 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 absolutely not, Kevin. I, 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 sorry, I have to disagree with you there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we, we won that game last week against Westmead and we were we were keyed up for that game last yeah. week. We were, we were prepped properly for it and everything and sometimes when you lose the momentum like that of the game yeah. and 
and uh, you know even the, the club fucker you, you can sort of lose yeah. something but no not during the week the lads turned up and they really trained hard this week and uh, I think you could so as you say like you know the tra- I said mentioned earlier the trajectory is upwards yeah so uh, like I'd be I'd be positive I'd yeah. be very positive and I'll, I'll tell you something any loud supporters that came down today I hope they got a little positivity yeah. you know absolutely brilliant There you go. There's Liam Callagher. Um, he uh, he's always positive. He's a uh, good understanding on uh, loud football and the loud psyche as well. People within loud circles and the supporters. So that's great for him. And it's just great for next week. Uh, and the column didn't know at the time, but uh, or or Liam to that matter that the game was now fixed for two o'clock on Saturday. Uh, this Saturday in Drogheda. Um, now, without further ado, let's get to the talking points. And uh, the first talking point we have, I have talking point number one is the starting team. I know I didn't give it out in the, in the match report, but it's a very settled defence, and that is my number one talking point. Our defence is very, very settled, very, very uh, composed, and you can see it's starting to. To get symbiotic, the lads know what other lads are doing and how to play and what way they're playing with each other and how to play. Like Bevan holds the two boys attack. You know they know that. Uh, they know James Craven's the man marker. I'm going to get to that. Emma Carlin floats out the field. Fergal Donahue can push out the field as well. They're all used to playing with each other and uh, how they play as well. And they know how to cover lads as well. So it's very crucial and it's really good. You can see that in a defensive structure. The goal they got was a f- kind of a freakish goal, but to let down only score seven scores in the entire game, one six, was really good. I know down were very passive. They were co- quite comfortable to let us have the ball and then try and hit us on the counter, but they didn't re- even hit us on the counter. The transition play wasn't there. It was it was non-existent really, uh, bar a few harem scare moments where we where we were more forced on forced error rather than them. Um, so, really, truly, our, our defence is a bedrock, and uh, I'm going to talk about further. Our um, the talking points would be within that defence. So, talking point number two, and that's um, our man marking. James Craven was given the task to mark Don O'Hare, and it's safe to say Don O'Hare didn't have a kick at the ball. I don't think he touched the ball in open play. That's not being hyperbolic. That's uh, hyperbole or whatever. He didn't get. He didn't get near the ball. Maybe a combination of a couple of things. Don't. Uh, he's well known going into it. Down didn't play to him at all. And uh, and uh, James Craven's becoming a very good man marker. Just annoyed him, abused him, battered him, took him completely out of the game. Took O'Hare completely out. Of, like Donald O'Hare didn't score for down. You say that before the game that. Uh, we keep Donald O'Hare oh, scoreless for down. We'll, uh, we'll win. And that's proved to pass. I think he's second behind the scoring charts after Sean O'Shea and Kerry this season. That'll tell you the calibre of how much form he's in. And we didn't give him a sniff, so that was really, really good to see. And a really good talking point. We have a man marker now that we can go toe-to-toe with probably anyone because Donald O'Hare's one of the best about talking point number three and that's another fulcrum of this defence it's uh, Fergal Sheiky 
His kickouts today were absolutely top notch. And when you compare that to Downs, like Malays and kicking the ball short and going short and giving him a platform, it was uh, it was chalk and cheese. He really gave us a foothold in the game. We uh, were getting like our runners were getting on the ball, the likes of Andy Downey, Brannigan all coming in for kickouts. Two big men are in the middle of the field were getting kickouts. Our cornerbacks, Clutterbuck just drops in short. All like very, very high skill level stuff that, that Liam talks about. Clipping the ball out on the end line. It's tough, it's not easy to do, especially when you're losing and you're not and you're looking up and you have a big field to go up. We clipped the ball out and we worked it and we worked it and we worked it and kept possession. Possession is king. And Sheikha gives us that platform. He's very, very accurate. A short to medium game is very, very good. Might be high risk, but he's taking the risk out of it with really good communication and runners from deep. The, the time is really, really, really there, really apparent. Um, the spacing is there, how we, how we make the pitch as wide as we can. And we give a, we give ourselves the channels to run into. So and then Sheiky's nailing it, and we're taking the marks. We know what we're doing, and it gives us a massive platform in the game, and it, it gets us out of our defence, which is what it's all about: getting the ball up the field and away, and then setting us up for attacks as well to get scores. So that's been really, really positive. It's a massive talking point, really. Uh, talking point number three is that kick out to Fergus Sheiky's all around assuredness. Uh, gives us that kind of calm a sense of calm and comfort around it he wouldn't have been def- he wouldn't have been uh, he wouldn't have been like picking the ball out of the net only for it was a, it was a fluky goal that uh, down that down got uh, so let's go to talking point number four and it's an extension of the kickouts. the uh, the absolute domination Tommy Doran and James Calliff put on around the middle of the field on the down kick out was so good we just broke everything we claimed everything we dominated everything and foolishly like down we're playing into our hands because Tommy was on it from early on um, he's claiming really high really good high balls high field and high catch and really good to see again high skill level as well and down is simply no answer they didn't even move anyone on into the middle of the field they made they made all their changes after 50 minutes and to make matters worse they're uh, their home crowd made an ironic like ironic cheer really like a sickening cheer for a short kick out for the down goalie in the 53rd minute that told you all need to all need to be t- said that uh, when they're cheering like that on their own the back of their own kick out how highly how badly functioning their kick out was going and how dominant we were and it gave us such a platform we were able to get our attackers up we were able to look lie deep our inside men Sam and Decky were able to lie deep because of it our half back line the likes of Clutterbucks and Williams were able to drive forward because of it and Downey and Brannigan and Andy and Jim were picking up breaking balls and the ones that they get hands on the balls makes everything more comfortable <coughs> and uh, it really was it really really was a great display from the two boys and uh, wasn't overly confident going into it because you look at Mooney and uh Who's just a midfielder for Down? If I can't think of who who he was, it wasn't very dominant. Um, oh, it won't come to me. But uh, you're thinking, oh God, they're very mobile. And then when when uh, Mooney scorched through, you thought, oh God, it has to be a change here. 
but Laird systematically shut them down and stuck to our guns and our catching game was outstanding and that's going to lead me on to talking point number five our foot passing was exceptional and that's probably was the reason why James Califf was in the middle of the field his kick passing inside was really good he found uh, Decky on a number of occasions Samuel Roy as well and the selection process looked at probably Jim as well on the wing you thought mobility is going to be an issue here getting up and down the field but he gets through the workload and his foot pass was outstanding um, really good opening them up switching the play gives us such a good uh, impetus against that uh, blanket defence if we get a good strong kick pass takes out about three defenders and that was the case today Jim split them open in the first half with, with crossfield balls um, Tommy Dornan had a co- uh, set up the chance for Decky before half time with a crossfield pass um, second half we had a, Colin McKeever was on the pitch and Tommy it was nearly too good of a foot pass in front of Conal to, it would have been a goal chance and uh, that vision and that um, high skill level was really the difference we were able to get into the game attackingly and take them out of the game completely we uh, we kicked 10 points could have been a lot more should have been a lot more um, and yeah those foot passes were really crisp really 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 on the money and plenty more to work on as well um, because we're going to go talking point number 6 and that is the fulcrum and the pivot that Sam Mulroy gives us a full forward now is just it's just a, such a good focal point because he's not just a big man on the square he's more than that he can take his man on he's a free taker he can go at them he can uh, win the ball high or low he's an obstacle as well and he's a handful and he's pace as well to get out in front and take on his man as well so he also has the vision to pick men out and he was a assist today as well for I think it was for um, I think it's for Peach's first point he could have laid it off but he's a handful and he's, he takes occupying in there and the Martins man is really playing well and it's great to have that target there really is because we didn't have that last year and it showed a bit like our defence once we have that uh, settled look about us up front lads know where they have to be and Decky and uh, Sam in particular at full forward is giving us all the attacking impetus we need and uh, it's going to be a very hard team to break into because talking point number 7 Derek Maguire comes off the bench today Colin McKeever comes back from injury Ryan Bournes comes back from injury Conor Early gets back in as well uh, Rowan Holcroft, Rory Morden uh, Philly English who didn't even make the panel today competition for places is so strong and that is a really big talking point because if you think if we had all them fit against Carlo we take up we take a point or two points against Carlo um, and they're going to be needed the next day this Saturday and six point six day turnaround in a sticky pitch heavy pitch in Drogheda it's going to be needed the squad is going to be needed and the competition during the week is going to be strife lads are going to be chomping at the bit to get into the team and uh, it's going to be a really good team to get into Spit like you can see in the Facebook live footage after the game on loudandproud.com on Facebook that uh, 
jubilation scenes, fa- friends and family all around the panel, the feel good factor around the panel. It's there to be seen. We're on a good buzz. Um, performances are good. Doesn't really matter nearly about results sometimes. Uh, and Liam did say that. Uh, so that that's all. That's that's all the talking points I have. Oh, sorry. Final talking point. Talking point number nine, I think it is, or maybe it's eight. Talking point number eight. And we're we're a really well coached team. Um, as well as the players on the field having learned from Division 2 football and the Carlo game we're a, co- we're a well coached team I think Wayne is still doing the coaching sessions despite being uh, under that ban I don't think it stops them from doing the coaching uh, sessions but you can see it in us the more and more we play the more and more we're figuring out teams and we're figuring it out on the field as well we're adapted to situations and like I said, Carlo are going to be really tough uh, defensively. Down, we're similar, and Westmead are going to be similar this weekend. Uh, I think, that, yeah, we'll go talk about number nine. We have a game to go up in promotion at home. You would have taken your right hand to do it. Um, I'll have a preview pod during the week. I have that uh, preview done on Westmead. I might have to rehash it. A little bit of might get someone in from Westmead to have a chat about them, about the game. Saturday, 2 o'clock, would be a great game, great occasion, great chance. I'll have built up on uh, Loud, Loud Proud Facebook, We Are Loud SoundCloud, um, and on Facebook as well. I might do a live video as well, just coming up to it. But uh, really exciting times. Uh, re- that's the main talk by number 10 so we finish off with 10 positivity around loud football is great and it's there for all to see hard bunch of working lads and we have a great chance of promotion with a league semi-final basically and we have a league final if we win to look forward to against Leash back in Crow Park again so loads of things going well um, uh, just to tidy up a few other things uh, Sheeran Cup final, Clotterhead will play the Mocktas. Mocktas on a good run, and Clotter look to be the team on form so far this season in Loud Football. Uh, stay tuned to uh, the Loud podcast during the week. Give us a follow and uh, get in touch as well if you have anything. But uh, last but not least, um, thanks very much for listening. Really appreciate all the listens, the likes, the follows, the shares, the, co- the, the messages, the communication the uh, the replies the whole lot doesn't go unnoticed and they're really great to get um, so thanks very much and uh, last but not least come on loud we can do it one game in our hands here we go